0: All righty, guys, Andrew Bobros here. Hey, I want to do a real quick video on Austin Eckler, giving you a bit of an update of what's going on with Austin, where we're sitting, where we're going with him. And I wanted to also highlight a video that the Los Angeles Chargers did breaking down Moore's offense um, at the Cowboys. Uh, Really great video. You guys need to check it out. So let's get into it. All right, folks, as always, uh, like and subscribe. Uh, again, we're all over all the social medias, the tubes, as you can see, Instagrams, the Twitters, all the above, right? So we are uh, pretty much everywhere on social media, so definitely check us out. And obviously, check out our merch store, link in the description below if you're interested. we got some interesting things coming out as well as far as merch is concerned. So um, patches, all kinds of other things, some more hats, pretty cool hats as well. You've seen those a million times on our channel. But let's first go through. Um, let me share my screen. This YouTube video is absolutely incredible. Um, I've I, I watched it a number of times, and Brett Coleman does a great job breaking down uh, what Kellen Moore did um, really in the running game. It's going to be a two-part series, so it's going to be the running game, and it's also going to talk about the passing game next, which is going to be amazing. Now, I bring this up because, one, it's in a fantastic video. It's awesome the way they break down, um, you know, the way Kellen Moore will attack a defense, Right. He's aggressive, and he's going to go after it. Now, anyways, it's it's awesome the way he breaks it down. He breaks down how I think our offense is going to run uh, moving forward next season. Again, Kilmore has been quoted many times by saying he just wants to light up the scoreboard. And I think he will, right? There's a whole point of him coming over. I think he's the right offensive mind for the job. This video highly, highly uh, brings that into light. So take a look at it. Link is in the description below, guys. Um, okay, so let's go on to the next thing. Let's talk about Austin Eckler for a second here, right? And I, I think this is really important to discuss Austin Eckler and where he's at right now. And I, I think it's um, how should I word this? Austin Eckler clearly tested the market, and he got punched in the face. Right? Uh, we're going to go through this, some of the free agents here in a little bit, but I kind of want to talk about Austin Eckler, and we'll talk about some of the other free free agents. There's there's a couple folks on that list that are pretty interesting. Um, but I mean, there's a lot of people that are still available in the running back position and none of them are getting signed. I mean, a few are, I think Jamal Williams got signed by the saints, you know, and a few other folks. Right. But again, guys like, you know, running backs values have just really dropped, you know, and and it's sad because Austin Eckers, a great guy. Now there's a couple of other YouTube videos, Ian Rappaport and, and, um, all these other people have come out, um, and said, look, you know, in, in a weird way, um, Austin Eckler was kind of the victim of his own success, right? You got to remember he was an undrafted free agent, right? And he stepped up, became one of the best running backs in the league. So the league does not value running backs. They just think, well, let's not pay him a ton of money. We're putting money into the wide receiver group and we could just go get an undrafted free agent this season. We like and put him in the slot. And who knows? So we already got a running back last season. Isaiah spill. We haven't seen what he can do. And, you know, quite frankly, his upside might even be higher than Austin Eckler. No disrespect to Austin. You know, we're really appreciative of what he's done. But th- at the end of the day, that's where the league is looking at running backs moving forward. So it's it's a little bit frustrating. So he had this, this interview with the Sirius X7 Fantasy Radio uh, just recently. And and ultimately, he came out and said, um, you know, he wants a long-term contract. Right? He's 20. He'll be 28 when the season starts, which is, which is old for running backs. And, you know, as he says, I kind of got punched in the face uh, when the Chargers said, basically, hey, we don't want to talk about extensions anymore. Now, let me be very clear about something. There was a few things that were discussed on in Rappaport. And also, I'm trying to blank on, what's his name? Um, Phil Sims talked about it. And what's the guy that's always on there with Phil Sims? Anyways, he started talking about how apparently last season, oh, and Ian Rappaport did say this as well, too, that last season, the Chargers really wanted to extend Eckler for another couple of years. And Eckler essentially said, no, let me just we'll talk later and, uh, you know, let me prove myself this season and then, and then we'll go from there, which is kind of a dumb thing to say. Um, you got to wonder, like all those negotiations and it happened last season, so we will never really know what happened there. But at the end of the day, he probably should have got his extension then because the money was available. Right. He didn't. And so now he's stuck in a position where there's no money available and we got a big person to sign in Justin Herbert long-term. So so again, he's kind of a victim of his own success in in one sense, but the other sense is that he's also in a position where he kind of put himself in a bad position. He should have taken the money when it was available. Um, But again, you know, this is ultimately what he said in in his uh, recent uh, interview, I think it was yesterday. He said, this organization, I've continued to rise in new heights and continue to add more value since I felt like, wow, this is the first time in my career that I feel disrespected by my own organization. Now, I think he's at that stage now where he realized that they have passed him all over the league and nothing has come up, nothing. And at the end of the day, unfortunately, that's where the league is at right now with running backs. And when you start hitting 28, 29, 30, you know, statistically speaking, uh, those contracts do not play out well for running backs because they get hurt, they get injured. And again, we know, we all know Austin Eckler's workouts, um, routine. The guy is an absolute beast in the weight room. He does everything it needs to be. So my prediction, and I've said this from day one during this entire trade conversation, he will be a charger next season. He he just will. Like, I just don't believe that he will not be a charger next season. And, you know, it, it, continuing on, he says, it sucks. I want to be a charger. Look, you're going to be a charger. Again, he has one more year on his contract. He doesn't need to either play it out. You remember Melvin, you know, Gordon, right, who he didn't want to play out his contract. He sat out, lost a ton of value, just bounced around the league at that point, never really did anything. Um, but again, you know, at the end of the day, um, I just really hope it doesn't work out that same way for Austin Eckler, right? So, I mean, and let's just look at the list of free agents, right, that are still out there. I, I won't pull it up at this point, but you got Devontae Freeman, he's um, headed to the Bears one-year contract, right? Devin Singletary, one-year deal, $3.7 million to the Texans per Adam Scheffler. Uh, Damian Harris, I don't think has been signed just yet. Um, Harris is struggling. K- Kareem Hunt is still on the market. Jamal Williams just signed with the, the Saints. David Montgomery, uh, one-year, $18 deal, which is ridiculous. I can't even believe they're paying him that much money. But, again, the Bears have a lot of money to spend. Miles Sanders signing a four-year deal with the Panthers, which kind of surprised me as well, too, $25 million, which is still not a lot of money uh, for what he was getting paid originally. Tony Pollard, franchise tag with Cowboys. Josh Jacobs, uh, planned to place a franchise tag on Josh Jacobs, which makes sense. Saquon Barkley. um, have placed a non-franchise tag on Barkley, right? So it's an interesting breakdown. There's still running backs out there. And this, this is a very deep running back class, guys. That's the other part of the problem, right? I mean, how many people, I promise you, you, you come on any of our live chats, people talk about two things, Austin Eckler and Bijan John Robinson. Clearly, that's all we are talking about. And look, we got a pretty good running back in Austin Eckler and he is our guy anyways, right? So the argument is, well, do we trade him off or not, right? So a good let me, let me bring up one article that I found was really interesting. And I, and I really kind of sat back and was like, wow, is this, is this what we're looking at moving forward? Um, so I found a really interesting article here uh, on the bills uh, fan cited. And this is also the other um, article right here, Ian Rappaport uh, talking a lot about Austin Eckler's situation from now um, after several attempts with the charters to work out a deal. He's now permission to see trades discussed as we, as we uh, discussed now, The Bills, this article illustrates three trade options with the Bills. Now, whether it happens or not, who knows, right? Again, everyone knows Austin Eckler's potential. He's absolutely fantastic. This is a really good one right here. One of the three following trades to Bills land on Austin Eckler. This is, I would take this in a heartbeat. I mean, as much as we like Austin Eckler, this would be incredible, right? Uh, We get our Edge, uh, AJ um, Espinosa. Sorry, I said that wrong. And then we get a 2023 third round pick and a 2024 fifth round pick. Now, I don't know if I love this, but again, it gives us an edge rusher, which is good. And it gives us another pick in the third round and then something that we're building into next year, which is not bad, right? So, um, you know, Espinosa's last year as a contract kind of makes sense for the Bills to potentially trade off. Um, you know, but we'll see. Trade number two option. Bills get Austin Eckler, and they get a sixth round pick. And then we get a second round pick uh, this year, which would be number pick 59. Mm, That might not be bad as well, too, right? Because bottom line, I think, again, I think there's going to be a lot of value in the second round this draft. And the amount of offensive linemen, as my brother has discussed, you know, offensive linemen, wide receivers, tight ends, running backs, all these different things you know we we need more picks right again the sixth round you're kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel trying to figure some things out but you can definitely get a starter of the second round so I kind of like this idea as well too um I mean to me what I'd rather see Austin Eckler and a second round pick that's probably what I think it would land with these guys and that would make some sense trade number three which doesn't really make a ton of sense it would just be a a, a running back to running back Uh, we get James Cook and they get Austin Eckler I don't really know why or how that pick makes any sense to me at all, but okay, you know I think. But but the one thing you know we sit back and think about with Austin Eckler here really, um, and you know what we'll, we'll wrap up here. Um, look, Austin Eckler is going to be a Charger next season. I, I think it's still interesting conversation to talk about with the Chargers, uh, what they're going to do, what they're not going to do. Uh, but at the end of the day, um, Chargers are going to be there. They'll be most likely continuing to work with Austin Eckler and doing everything he needs to do, um, being a charter. So as always, Andrew Bullbrose, see you guys in the next one.